One of these days we're not getting back up. That's it. Fifteen years in the NFL is not for me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't think it's for any of us. So you're on the same page as that. <laughs> Some places it's a four-year decision, where it seems like Iowa, it's almost like a forty-year decision. Like you will forever be a part of that Iowa Hawkeye football tradition. head coach talked about something that he's been trying to implement to the team this offseason uh, in spring ball, winter, winter conditioning, what they did have. Um, and one thing that he talked about was embracing the suck and kind of finding the good and everything that you can with everything going on. And one of the things that we wanted to ask you right off the bat was kind of what's been some of the positives that you've been able to take away from the experience as a whole. I guess the experience of just being like being quarantined throughout this whole deal, and yeah, yeah, I have a four-year-old and a four-month-old. So I guess from that perspective of being a father and a family man and a husband, um, it's been really nice. I think you probably hear in the background, um, but yeah, so it's, been, it's been really nice getting to spend a lot of time with the family. Um, you know, you kind of um, juxtapose this with this time with my time. Uh, that we had with Reed when he was a, a toddler, when he was an infant. Um, I was right off into OTAs and mini camps and stuff like that. And then a few months later, I was, or a couple months later, I was in training camp. So I did not have near the amount of time with Reed as I, I do with Callie so far. So um, that's been really good. And then as far as just the training part of it, um, I've had a lot of time to work on stuff that was lingering as far as injuries go. Um, I had an ankle injury that was just lingering and nagging. Um, I, <clears throat> I had both shoulders cleaned out there right after the season. So I've been able to really focus on that and just get my body right. And I feel really good right now and trying to train as hard as I can on my own. It's really hard to get to find the motivation to work out my own all the time and make sure I do the conditioning. So I'm in shape when training camp does roll around whenever that is. So it's been, uh, it's been fun. It's been challenging, and um, it's been a blessing in some ways. Yeah. And, and I'm sure Sam could relate with you in uh, some aspect of this. I mean, me and Tanner we're a couple of washed up guys now, but uh, Sam's still trying to train, and he's a center as well um, over at Springfield. So I can imagine you guys share some of the, some of the same problems with being limited and limited resources and time and um, things that you could do during all this, but. It's just a matter of what you make out of it, which is really the big deal. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it really matters what level it is. I think everybody's yeah. in a position. Everybody's got a season to prepare for. Um, it doesn't matter what level it is. So trying to find, again, the best way to, to train and be ready and make sure you're, you're in shape and physically ready when you can. Yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, going off this, changing gears a little bit. Um, Obviously, the game of football helps us connect um, with different people in various walks of life. We've been lucky enough to connect with some coaches and um, some other people through various social media and things like that because of the game of football. And obviously, we've been able to connect with you, which is, I mean, unbelievable uh, altogether. Um, just kind of how our relationship with one of our players, um, Jeff, who met you, and your relationship with people who have kind of had an impact with you over the years. Um, 
kind of want to hear your perspective on tracing it back to your time at Iowa. Um, what was that relationship like with that staff, um, the friends family and kind of how is, how has that staff helped you as a man and as a player? I think they've helped me a tremendous amount. Um, as I said, they're in train yet to this day. So, um, going on 10 years now, um, as a, as a player and now as, you know, a professional, um, doing it in the NFL. So I think just that it's in and of itself speaks to what kind of staff they have there and how they develop players and, um, the kind of care and time they put into their players. Uh, I'm not the only person that does that. There's a lot of people that come back and train and utilize <clears throat> coach Doyle and that strength staff. And really, I think it comes from the top coach Ferentz. Um, I think that's a, a huge selling point um, for guys to go there is because they know they have a spot to train at if they play in the NFL. And again, I think that's from Coach Ferentz. I think he just wants to create that kind of program where people want to be around it even after they're done. Um, you know, it's just not kind of a four or five year deal and, and you're out and you never see him again, never speak to him again. So I think that's just kind of the, the culture that Coach Ferentz to establish there and um, he's done it for 20 plus years now at this point yeah uh, that's always something that seems really important when you're looking for a place to go play college football like some places it's a four-year decision where it seems like Iowa it's almost like a 40-year decision like you will forever be a part of that Iowa Hawkeye football tradition Absolutely. And you, know, you said it, it's not just a four year program. It's more of a, you know, 40 year to a lifetime program. Um, you see older guys come back all the time. Um, again, to train, I know they do like a networking night now started when I was in college, you know, guys who are out in the professional world, um, doing carpentry, doing real estate, doing it, doing, you name it, they'll come back and try and talk to the guys to kind of help them get a foot in the door for, for when football does end. And um, I think that, again, that just speaks to the kind of program that's been built at Iowa over the last 20-plus years. Yeah, you, you kind of mentioned uh, Coach Doyle, too, and obviously uh, Jeff being our big connection with you and, and getting you on. It, he, he mentioned how uh, – intense you know he is and and sort of the culture that is created in the weight room and while football is obviously played on the field a lot of what happens and a lot of building up and creating uh who you are is is, is obviously done in the weight room I was wondering if you can kind of just talk about like the that, that culture of like what happens in the off season um and and how that kind of plays a role into uh, building such a strong program at Iowa yeah, the offseason, I think, is the most important part. Um, you spend a significantly more time with your strength coach than you do with your position coach even because your strength coach is with you 330 days of the year. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's always there shaping you, molding you, teaching you how to be a football player how to be a, a good man, a good student, just a good person. And Coach Doyle is one of the best at it, if not the best. Um, and I think, again, the track record of the guys that have been playing in the NFL for as long as they have, the guys that are playing in the NFL, and then just the guys that transition into real life are usually successful, um, largely in part to 
coach Doyle and, and his staff and, you know, the entire staff at Iowa. Yeah. And something really interesting about him is he is also a former offensive lineman. So like when you're working out with him over the winter, like he knows what you're going to have to do. Like he knows what it's like to put your hand on the ground and have to dominate the man across from you. So I think that's just something we also have at Springfield with our strength coach being a former offensive lineman that I love. Like that's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's a, it's a common ground that you can share with a guy that, <laughs> teaches you how to do it, makes you strong enough to do it. And um, again, Coach Doyle is just one of the best in his profession. Yeah. And I think, I think what you said, um, how it's kind of a common ground is always an interesting thing because um, although we're at all different levels, uh, former players, two of us, a uh, current college player and a current pro player, um, we all kind of share that common ground of kind of knowing what it's like to go through the shoots a little bit and, uh, do the technique work and kind of the one-on-one matchups that often get overlooked. Um, but you know, what's going on in there. So it's really cool when you have, um, coaches and other people that are helping you get better who have also done that too, which I think, uh, we're all really lucky to have had that in the past. So. Yeah, no doubt. I think it just helps people take in what that person is saying when they know that, that he's done it before. Um, Cause I'm sure you've had people, um, coaches, teachers, whatever that have tried to tell you something. You're like, yeah, okay, pal, like, you've done it. you couldn't do this. Like, you know, back off a little bit, but I think that's another thing that makes him so good is that he's done it. He knows what it takes. And, and that, that's what, that's what makes it so special. And then kind of like that, going off that, like how we've all had those experiences, like what has been your favorite thing about being an offensive lineman, whether in high school, college, or professionally? So I was a wrestler in high school and there's a lot of, obviously that is a one-on-one sport. And I think that is a lot of what offensive line is. Um, Obviously you have your double teams, you have your combination blocks, you have this, that, and the other thing, but a lot of times it's you versus the other guy. And I think that's just what I loved most about wrestling. And it translates very nicely to playing offensive line. So I think that just, that's why I love it. Um, Kind of, kind of shifting gears back to um, more towards your home life. Um, You grew up in Williamsburg, Iowa. Um, You played at Iowa and now you live in Iowa. And we saw that you run a business there, which is awesome. Congrats on that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, how have you kind of seen a connection grow between your family and your home life, your business and the game of football? Um, and kind of how is, how has that affected you? Yeah, it's, it's, that's an interesting question. That's nobody's ever really asked it that way, but I think it's a pretty easy question to answer. I think as I've continued on in my football career, obviously I had support in college, my parents, my wife's parents, my wife, uh, friends, everything like that. But I think it's really fun to see now that I'm playing professionally and I'm in a totally different state, clear across the country. There's still every, you know, all kinds of people wanting to come support me. Um, my parents, again, her parents, my wife, my kids, you know, friends wanting to come every weekend. Um, so I think that's what's pretty special about it now is the fact that those two things are kind of connected. That's what my family enjoys doing is coming to watch me play football and that's, it makes it pretty special. Um, yeah. you know, these days 
Kylie brings the kids down or brought Reed and now nowadays it'll be Reed and Callie, but they'll bring, she'll bring them down pregame and I get to take pictures, give them a hug. Um, they tell me good luck. And that's, I think that's what I love the most. That, that, that's what's the most special um, these days about playing football is sharing those moments with Reed because he's old enough now that he's just, he loves it. Yeah. He lights up when he sees me pregame and that's the best. Yeah. Uh, I saw one picture that was just awesome. I think it was at the Super Bowl where you yeah. were in your stance and he's across from you. And yeah. that, that was just an awesome photo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, he loves it. I mean, he's, he's, he's at that age now where he really takes everything in. He knows what's going on. And, um, and that's, again, that's what makes it the best. I was kind of curious, like, obviously you're, you grew up a Iowa fan and that's kind of, you've, you've kind of mentioned before, like, there, you wanted to go there more than anything. Um, was was there ever another school in the college process where you were like maybe maybe not Iowa, maybe somewhere else? Like, was there anyone anywhere else you were considering? Coincidentally enough, uh, the only other school that I probably thought about a, even a little bit. You know, I always knew I was going to Iowa, but I just did my due diligence and kind of yeah. took a few visits just to make sure anything or to make sure nothing um, kind of piqued my interest. And the only other place that slightly drew my interest was Stanford um and you know but at the end of the day it just wasn't going to happen anywhere else <laughs> it's um, that, that's, up, that's a great place to have as your yeah, second I guess kind of, yeah <laughs> no yeah. like I said coincidentally enough uh it was in California would, would have been my second option so um yeah but it, I was always going to go to Iowa right that's awesome and then uh, kind of like going back with that whole college decision, like your choice to play football. So you have talked about how like you, one big reason you chose football was it's a team oriented sport. So with that being said, uh, offensive line can often be like overlooked as like a part of that team, but we kind of feel that they're a huge part of creating that culture and identity of a team. And you look at two of the teams you've played for both Iowa and the Rams I'd say the O-line kind of is the driving force behind that team. Uh, what do you think about kind of the O-line being the culture or heartbeat of the team? Yeah, I think you said it exactly. I think without a good O-line, your, your team's kind of – your team is going to struggle. And I think that's what made us a real special team in 2019 when we played in the Super Bowl um, was that we had a really good offensive line. Um, we had smart guys, tough guys. And not to say that we didn't last year, but – we just were dealt with a lot more um, injuries um, than we had in previous years. But you said it. I mean, I think the the offensive line is really kind of what makes any team go. Um, they are the, the heart of the team. Um, you're not going to have a good running game. You're not going to have a good pass game if you don't have a solid offensive line. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always interesting to see um, from an O-lineman's perspective – um, kind of it's um, not that other people don't see it as important, but it's always crazy to see um, from someone who did it, how it's like, man, like they're killing us out there. And then people are like, Oh, what's happening. And it's like, Oh, we got to figure it out. Um, so it's really, when you have that solid, it's always cool to see uh, how things flow and people are like, Oh, things are going great. And it's like, Oh yeah. Well, I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people don't know that they, they think they do, you know, there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks out there. Yeah. Um, and the people that know it, know it and can't really tell the people that don't know any different. Yeah, there's no point. <laughs> <You know. laughs> 
Um, just kind of a, a random question here that we were, we were discussing the other day. Um, and you've touched on it a couple times now. Um, you went to a Super Bowl. Uh, you've gone to a Rose Bowl. Um, you've been on some really great teams. Um, kind of all together. Um, when was the time that you were the most kind of humbled, I guess you could say, um, by an environment, say like the Rose Bowl or the Super Bowl? What, uh, what was going through your head at those times? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> I think, honestly, the time I was, I don't know if humbled is the right word, but the, the most appreciative and kind of had my eyes open to how good we really had it was our Big Ten championship game against Michigan State. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we did not win that game. But the fans and how they sent us off the field at the end of the game really was pretty special for me because um, I think they finally understood. Because I think Iowa fans, they, they, they want undefeated seasons. They want national championships every year. And I think every, obviously every fan base does. But I think Iowa, they don't understand that that's just not the kind of prospects that – I was going to get year in and year out. Um, I think eight to nine wins is really, really good for the talent that Iowa has. I think Coach Ferentz is the best at doing more with – I don't want to say more with less because obviously I went to Iowa. There's a lot of great guys at Iowa. Um, but, I mean, that's really what it is. And the way that the fans sent us off the field, I think they finally realized that it what we did was really hard to do. And the fact that we lost that game after putting in so much work was really heartbreaking. And they just, I think you could tell the way that they were cheering and yelling and clapping and everything like that. They really finally understood. And it, it just, we lost the game obviously, but it just felt nice to kind of feel that they understood. Yeah. yeah, to go off that, that Iowa fan base, they started the uh, Iowa wave to the Children's Hospital. It seems like they just have a great fan base and, like, culture and total with that football program. Yeah, definitely. I, like I said, um, I think the Iowa fan base, there's, like, two extremes to the Iowa fan base. I think you have the fan base that creates the Iowa wave, but then you have the fan base that, you know, the teams underperforms in their mind and wins eight games when they should have won nine games or 10 games, whatever it is, they're like, fire everybody, you know, and that's, that's just not, not how it, it, no, it, not. it's going to go at Iowa. I mean, you're not going to get a coach in there that's going to win 11 or 12 games every single year. So got to be careful what you wish for. Um, but I love the Iowa fan base. Um, you know, so I, I take that with a grain of salt. Sometimes people forget that, you know how like it's big it's big 10 football at the end of the day you're gonna you're gonna be facing week in week out tough opponents yeah absolutely and football is hard to win <laughs> one game in football is hard um it's not like basketball where you play a game one night and then the next night you have another game you have 12 opportunities in college football to go win a football game and it's hard to do so i think it's really hard for people that don't they have that haven't competed to know that um, to really understand. I mean, they might know that, but really hard for them to understand that. Yeah, and I think kind of going off what you're saying, uh, I just caught myself 
daydreaming a little bit about um, when our season ended this previous year, um, we only played 10 games. And I turned to some of my buddies, I turned to Tanner and I was like, how do people do it? Like, we played 10 games and I can't walk. My hands are swollen. My back, I don't even, I'm 21 years old. I feel like I'm 50. And you see guys like a couple of your teammates that have been doing it for 10, 12 years, playing 16, 17, 18 games a year. It's, it's unbelievable what you guys do and kind of to pat you on the back a little bit. I don't know how you do it. And I don't think I want to, <laughs> um, but just, Overall, it's very impressive um, knowing what it's like to play 10 games um, on the O-line, playing 16, 17. Um, congrats to you, I guess, because uh, that's really incredible. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think when you play professionally, I think you understand how much more it takes to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you're in college, I know I did. I was never in the training room. I, I got my ankles taped. I iced once a month. I, you know, like it, I just did not, I took it for granted and I feel great right now. Um, I, like I said, I had some injuries that made me feel not so great during the season and I was ready for the 16th game to be over with quite frankly. Um, but now, you know, I think I've kind of last year, I, I definitely started to be in the training room more. So, prehab I was doing rehab I was um stretching more activating more for for practices so I kind of I understand that now but I wish I would have a little bit earlier in my career and now I mean I can I can I'm I feel great like I said but I cannot imagine playing um as long as Andrew Whitworth has like one of my teammates he's going on year 15 or something I I just read that he's going to be playing in like game number 223 or something this upcoming season. And mm-hmm. I've played in, I've played in 40 or 35, whatever it is. I'm like, I can't imagine he's played. I don't even know quick math. Like that is a lot more games to go. If I'm going to get to that many and I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Uh, He's a fountain of youth, I guess. That's what he's been doing. Literally seven times as much football as I have already. I mean, that's <laughs> – when you think about it that way, you're yeah. talking about football games. Like I said, they happen, they happen once a week, right? Yeah. They don't happen every three days. So, I mean, for him to be doing it for that long, I don't know how his body's holding up. He's going to have all kinds of joint replacement surgeries. Eh, that, that's a big later, later thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a that's no, a public- 15 years in the NFL is not for me. Let me tell you. Yeah, I don't think it's for any of us. So you're on the same page with that. <laughs> um, just kind of well, we're gonna wrap it off with just a few uh, quick hitters, I guess you could call them. Um, just rapid fire. Um, one of the first one, I'm sure we could guess what it's gonna be. But um, in your career, what was slash is your favorite place to play football? Jeez, collegiately or professionally? Which you you pick. Anyway. I played a preseason game. I haven't played a regular season game there yet, which I hope I will eventually. Um, but I played a preseason game in Lambeau, and that was awesome. Wow. I'm, I'm, I will say I am sorry. I am a huge Packers fan, but 
I, I do respect the answer. It is a, it is a great place. Just, just the way you literally have, it's in the, you cleared out a bunch of houses in a residential area. You just dropped a stadium right there. I think that's really cool. And just the, I mean, it's going to sound nerdy, but the architecture of the stadium is just really sweet. It, it is a pretty cool place. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll get it with the next one. Um, you're, uh, you're in a WWE tag team situation. Um, who are you picking as your partner? I'm going to pick my current teammate, Rob Havenstein. Ooh. He's an absolute mountain of a man. And uh, he, he'd be a great person to tag in. He's, he's like the big show, basically. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, next one. Favorite position, guard or center? We know you've played some time at both. you got to pick one. Far and away center. Really? Easy answer. Good choice. <laughs> uh, Pre-game routine. I love to keep it loose. Um, I don't really listen to music. Um, I'm on my phone playing games, looking at social media, joking with teammates. Um, so I, I love to keep it as loose, loose as possible. Um, there's a time to flip the switch. And, and uh, I feel like if you get too amped up, too, yeah. too soon, you're going to run. Especially at center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Last thing you need is sweaty hands, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, only one to do for the rest of your life. Only one. You're going to bench or you're going to squat? Jeez. I don't know. My knee's starting to feel like ass right now, so, already, <laughs> so probably, probably bench. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't – I don't think I've put myself under a bar since the season ended. I just yeah. – I don't know. My back and everything's feeling fine. That's not the issue. But every time I – Every time I'm squatting, I'm like, man, that does not feel great. Yeah. One of these days, we're not getting back up. That's it. Yeah. Uh, final little quick hitter. We've talked a lot about Iowa. Would you consider Iowa – they, like, claim, like, oh, DBU. I, would you claim Iowa to be O-line you with some of the legendary offensive linemen you've had come out of there? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 there's a question about it. Honestly. I think you look at – the number and the longevity of the guys that have played in the league. Um, I think you could, you could argue some other places, but I think I was seriously in consideration for that top spot. And I think it's been reckoned. I've seen a couple people say that, you know, it's, it's Iowa, but um, so there is some recognition out there, but uh, to me, there's just no question. Yeah. Especially with uh recent first round pick uh, Werfs, you got to be excited to watch him play in the NFL. Yeah. He's just a freak. I think he's, you know, quite honestly, I think he's still pretty raw as a football player, but yeah. his athleticism, strength, and explosiveness is going to allow him to play as long as he wants to. And interestingly enough, I think if Alaric, um, the other tackle that we had this year, did not get hurt, I think he was another first-rounder. Um, so I would uh, watch out for him this next year. We'll definitely have to keep that one in mind then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean uh... – this has all just been totally surreal to us. Um, we said 30 minutes. We almost hit the nail on the head with that, which is awesome. Um, but just all together, just congrats on the family and your success and where you've gone in life and your business. And just want to say thanks for coming out here and doing this, spend some time with the little guys here. Um, but yeah, you bet. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Like I said, I appreciate talking some ball and, uh, 
yeah, it's a good opportunity for me to just do it. Absolutely. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. We're, 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 the, uh, we're the great escape here. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. All right, man. Well, thanks again for coming on and uh, best of luck to you this season and in the future. And we hope to hear from you soon. Sounds good. All right. You guys enjoy the real world. Sam, keep training. Good luck this upcoming. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. See you guys. See ya.